0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pinot and Perfume. I am your host, Sarah Chacon, and I have come to realize that there are certain inalienable truths about my own life. The first one is that my skin will never look better than it does right now with on the combination of pregnancy hormones and prenatal vitamins, and it makes me sad. I know that sounds kind of like a weird flex, but hear me out. All of my life i have struggled with bad skin i get it from my dad's side he had gnarly ass acne when he was a teenager and he had to undergo microdermabrasion now nowadays microdermabrasion is like a a hip outpatient you can get it it's like a spa treatment essentially you go to a med spa you get it done bada boom bada bing in and out in the same day whatever but in the '70s, it was like a full blown. He had to he had to be admitted to the hospital, and do it like an inpatient hospital surgery. And how he described it to me, like growing up, was um, it sounds like they just essentially scrape off the first layer of your, of your face, if I'm re- remembering correctly. And as horrific as that sounded, <laughs> my preteen and teenager self would be like. If my parents could have afforded it, and it was still done like that, I would have been like, "Sign me up, sign me up yesterday." Um, and I, and so off and on, like I've had bouts of periods of good skin. Usually, it's been with the aid of a retinol, like Retin A Micro. Um, there was a brief period in my late twenties, early thirties, when I first started dating my husband, where. My skin was really bad, but it wasn't genetics that time. It was more like I was not removing my makeup properly um, before I, you know, washed my face. I just washed my face. And I was using shit like Cetaphil, which is great. Like Cetaphil and CeraVe, which are great, like gentle skin cleansers. But makeup removers, they are not. And I just remember um, one night I was staying over – my then boyfriend's place. And he had these toning pads, like, and I think the brand was like Anthony for men or Anthony Jack, something like that. And he's like, you can use them if you want. And he didn't like preface it with anything. I was like, all right, I'll try it, whatever. And I remember I swiped it. They're like a high-end version of the Stridex pads to give you kind of a frame. And I remember swiping on my face and getting all of this. This is after I had washed it getting all this extra foundation. And right there, my skin looked glowing. He's like, wow, your skin looks super bright. So then I started using that. And slowly but surely I was like, I need to remove my makeup properly before washing my face. And that's been that did clear it up. But I always still had like texture issues and like blackheads. Um but since I have gotten pregnant and started prenatal vitamins, like my skin is like the sk- it looks like I've gotten a facial, but it's like 24 seven. It's like, not just cleared from blemishes. It's like my my skin's texture been, has been resurfaced. My acne scarring has like gone super, is like hard to detect now. It's like the skin of my dreams and I'm excited. I'm enjoying, I mean, hopefully this lasts the whole nine months. And beyond, but I'm not holding my breath on that because I've heard like once you give birth, those hormones, man, it does all sorts of crazy number on your body and your mentality. So (laughs) I would love it to keep up, um, but I'm at least going to enjoy, I've enjoyed these like five months and I'm hoping it'll last nine months so I can at least have nine months of good skin. I will be forever indebted to my daughter for this period of my life of good skin, that old wives tale that says if you're pregnant with the girl she will steal her mother's beauty is bullshit because your girl is glowing and i know it's it sounds like i'm flexing and i am but it's not out of a sense of like bragging to make anybody else feel bad about their skin it's one of those things like holy shit i have dealt like been working my whole life have skin like this, and I finally do, and I know it's gonna be it's a fleeting time, it's not gonna last because my my natural skin is probably gonna go back to being busted, no matter how many, you know, AHA, BHA, you know, little scrubs that I do. But holy shit, right now it's glow, it's like it's like I have a, I had a facial. And I'm just jealous for people who have this kind of skin all the time because it's like no maintenance, it's just like anything makeup lays beautifully. You know, you don't need a whole lot of skin. I mean, I've kind of cleaned up my skincare products. I don't use like a whole lot of products on my face anyway, just like a few like ones that I really, really like that I know work. But it's just this is what I've dreamed of. And it was better than I can ever imagine. And I'm just sad that this is going to be fleeting. Like I said, I'm probably going to look so busted once I expel this little child from my loins, but Until then, I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm also going to ask my doctor, I did read that you can continue being on prenatals if you're breastfeeding. Obviously, I'm going to double check. also going to double check if I can just take prenatals indefinitely. I think the answer is probably going to be no. But if I can get this skin, like, and if all I have to do is just take a prenatal instead of uh, for the rest of my life, oh, honey, I'm on it. I'll do it. I'll I don't know how the extra folic acid will be on like a non-pregnant body, but whatever. That is something I am ready. That is a challenge I'm ready to accept. But we'll see what my doctor says. I probably can't. <sighs> but this is amazing. Anyway, that's the first one. My skin's gonna go back to looking like ass after this, after I I give birth. Um, so that's the first inalienable truth. The second is that I will never be able to quit Dolce & Gabbana light blue. I have been wearing light blue since like mid-20s, like 25. I feel like 25 is the age where I went through what I bought a lot of fragrances. Like that's the age, or that's at least what I'm ascribing it to, 24, 25. That's when I started branching out and not buying Victoria's Secret perfumes. Um, so like, Very Irresistible by Givenchy, which is another one one I can't, won't won't be able to quit. I will probably have that in my collection until the day I die. Um, Light Blue, Escada, Rock and Rio. That might have been a little bit earlier. Um, Ralph, no. Yeah, Ralph by Ralph Lauren. Um, G. those are all of the ones that I ascribe to my mid-20s. And so I've been wearing light blue since around that time and I used this is my second bottle. I used to have like the smaller one. I don't know if it was like the one ounce or whatever and I wore it and I liked it enough. Um, I always got compliments on it. I liked it enough but once I was done with the bottle I'm like I'm done. I'm done with the scent. I'm I'm gonna move on. But then a few years later I was craving it. I don't know, if, I don't care if I just smelled it like walking into a Sephora or Ulta I was just thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I really miss it. And Groupon had a deal on the big bottle. So again, this is when my husband and I were first dating. For my birthday, it was either birthday or Christmas. Um, I had asked him to get me a bottle of this, and send him a link to the Groupon, and he did. And it's like the big three ounce, which I have been working on ever since then. And again, it's like I liked it, but it was it was a strong like, but it was never a love. But I'm wondering if. I have so much more appreciation for it since I started dividing my fragrances up into seasons. Now, obviously, wear whatever you want, whenever you want, you know, do you do you. But for me, I've gotten so much more appreciation for wearing the scents that I deem to be summertime, which are usually lighter. Um, They're lighter concentrations, like the original light blue was an EDT, so I can be super generous when spraying that. But like light, lighter, or just like warm, sweet, that just sound good for like a hot summer night. They just work really well in this heat, and I think light blue is one of those because like I wore it the other day, and like I'm I'm pretty much bathing in it because it's it's light, like light blue, light's in the name, and I'm just like, damn, this fragrance is so good, and I think it's because I'm wearing it in the summer when it's hot, it so it's automatically lighter, but it's fresher, it's citrusier. And it just works. Whereas before, I was wearing it year-round, which it could work year-round, like it's lighter, but excuse me, I don't know. For me, it hits differently in the summer. It's beautiful. And once I'm up with this bottle, I'll probably get a replacement. Not of the original. I think I might do light blue intense. tints. Um, a lot of people say that they like that one better than the original because it's a little bit stronger. It's an EDP formulation instead of the EDT. So I think that is where I'm at. I've just accepted that Light Blue will probably always be in my collection, as well as Very Irresistible by Givenchy. And those are my truths. And with that, let's get into Scent of the Week. So this week's Scent of the Week is none other than Victor and Rolf's Flower Bomb. Now, I have had, I have never gotten on the Flower Bomb hype train. This scent came out in 2004 and people still friggin' love it to this day. I know my sister, I mean, I don't think that she's referred to this by, but it's her favorite perfume. I consider it to be her signature scent. She doesn't buy it a lot because it is pricey, which we'll get into. I ended up buying her when she turned 30 a bottle because <clears throat> um, I knew she loved it and I wanted to gift that to her. Um, and it smells good on her, but I just never, it just never blew me away. Um, back in 2018, my dad got me a, a Sephora gift card and I was like, I'm going to buy a perfume. At this point, it had been a while since I had bought a perfume and I was like, I had the itch, itch for adventure, it, itch for adventure. itch for. Scent venture, if you will. <laughs> I'm a dork. Um, but anyway, I had the edge to buy perfume. And I was going to, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm going to buy Flower Bomb. I've heard such good things. I want to sample it in the store. It's going to be great. I'm going to buy it, blah, blah, And I went to the store. I went to Sephora and I sampled it. And I was like, it's not doing anything for me. It's not. It's pretty, but it's just not. I don't get the hype. But this time around, I order. I ordered a a sample off of uh, fragrancesline.com, which I have ordered many of my samples on the show from that, and I ordered it, and it just hit differently, and I was like, holy shit, this is a beautiful fragrance. So let's get into the notes. I should have had these pulled up, but whatever. Um. Flower bomb. All right. So you got top notes of bergamot and tea, middle notes of freesia, jasmine, and orchid, and base notes of patchouli and rose. Now, full transparency, the sample that I ordered, I ordered back in September, and I'm just, and I just now got around to using it. So <clears throat> I remember I took a little bit of a whiff back in September and it smelled like flower bomb, like I knew, like I know. But this time around, it smells like flower bomb, but it smells like it's aged. Like it smells deeper. Like it's like I smell the like a deep rose, which my scent memory is like flower bombs always been kind of not super deep, but kind of like a little bit lighter, a little bit fresher. You do have that petchouli and rose that do kind of anchor it just a touch. But overall, it's like a lighter, springy fragrance, unless I'm I'm mistaken, but that's my memory of it. This one, it's darker and it's richer. And I I detect a little bit of vanilla, even though it's not in there. So I don't know what note is like being aged to that. And I'm wondering if it's just like, I I waited, but the sample is like nine years, not nine years, nine months old right now. So I'm wondering if it's just aged and this is no longer fresh, but the kicker is (laughs) I really like it aged. It's like my um, first bottle of very irresistible from Givenchy. I had bought it and I liked it. And then, as like, it took me years to go through that bottle because I used to be super more, a little more conservative with my, with how I spray perfume. Now I can, I know when I can be a little bit generous and when I know I can hold back. So I'm making more of a dent in my fragrances um, a little bit faster. But it took me years to go through that bottle. And by the time it was done, it smelled, you know, and my, and I had bought like a replacement bottle. My old bottle smelled kind of like this. It was like rich and boozy. And I think that has roses in it too. And it was like so good. Hey, hey, stop. Sorry, my dogs are barking at God knows what. But it was like super rich and like kind of boozy and just had a really nice dark depth. And then I replaced, you know, I used it up and I got a replacement bottle and the, it's still a beautiful scent, but it's the scent is much lighter. And I know that had to have been because I've had that bottle for the old bottle for years and it just aged. So I'm wondering if this sample is just aged and a fresh bottle of Flower balm does not smell like what I'm smelling, but I really, <laughs> really like it. I mean, I like it if, it if that is, assuming that it's not been reformulated and my scent memory is correct. And that's not how it smells normally. I mean, I like the aged flower balm. So there's that. Even though it's, whether or not this might be aged or reformulated or whatever, it still packs a punch. I mean, you don't need to overspray the projection and longevity are top-notch. I, I only have, um, I'm only familiar with two scents from the Vic, from the Victor and Rolf house uh, it's obviously flower bomb and then bon bon contour both of those are powerhouse fragrances i have a feeling the rest of i've heard spice bomb was the same way so i have a feeling victor and rolf just their line of perfumes are stronger anyway and they pack a punch so <clears throat> this is one of those you do not need to overspray um if you do it's you're going to choke somebody out probably yourself i mean along with other people, forget other people, you might, if you spray too much of this, you might put yourself off the scent and you don't want to do that. And again, you, one application, not like when I say application, I don't mean one like spray. I mean, however you normally apply your perfume. So for me, it's wrists, elbows, behind the ears and on the chest a couple of times. One of those applications or however, you know, like I said, you, you, um, you spray, provided you don't like crazy overspray, is more than enough. Um, It'll last you throughout the day into the evening. You don't really need to touch up. If you do like maybe like spritz a pulse point or two, but you don't need to like, excuse me, fully reapply it throughout the day, like it's got you. But I mean, it's really pretty. It's definitely on my wish list now. But I guess I should caveat that by saying, I guess only a bottle a year, I only bottles one year old or older are on my wish list. Um, maybe I should just go look for partials on Mercari if I decide I want to purchase this or just bite the bullet and buy a bottle and just wait. I don't know, maybe buy a bottle and keep it, spray it once and then just keep it in my cabinet for nine months and then bring it back out. <laughs> I don't know. But let I'm curious, do you... And what I'm describing and you, let's say you've smelled flower bomb recently, or you have like a fresh batch or whatever. Does it smell like what I'm describing? Does it smell age? Like it's a little bit darker, a little bit deeper, or is it what I'm thinking how it is? And it's kind of lighter fresh with just like the rose and patchouli anchoring it. And I, or maybe it's been reformulated. I don't know, but let me know. Like I said, this, whatever this is that I'm smelling, I mean it's definitely flower bomb, so it's not anything from Fragrances Line. I did my research on them before I ordered my sample. All my other samples I trust from them. Um, just from reading descriptions on how the other perfumes that I have reviewed, like I think my like my Tonk Imperial was my sample was from Fragrances Line, as well as um the, the chocolate one, the Chardonnay. Elixir. I can't think of that one right now. But that one, what I smelled kind of lined up with what I um, was reading about. And like I said, when I first got this one, I feel like it did smell like the flower bomb that everybody knows. But I I do think maybe the sample aged. But like I said, I'm not mad because it's so pretty. But let me know if um, what you think, if that's If you do think I got in, my sample has been aged or if they reformulated it. Okay, cost. Like like Victor and Rolf is not a cheap house. Your, let's see, I have the website brought up. Okay. So flower bomb, let's do. The range on the actual website, victorandrolf.com, ranges from $55 to I think $215. And the $55 is a zero points, like a 20 milliliter, 0.67 ounce. So a purse spray, essentially, if, yeah, if that, it might, you know, might be a little bit, it's a little bit less than a one ounce. So there's that. Then you start getting into the grenade because the bottle shaped like a grenade has the VNR logo. It looks like the pin that you pull, um, Did not pick up on that at first until I started watching reviews on it on YouTube and I feel like an idiot because it's 100% looks like a grenade, but whatever. Okay, so moving on up, your one ounce is going to be $85. Then your 1.7 ounce or your 50 mil is gonna run you 115. Your 3.4 ounce or 100 mil is gonna run you 165. And then if you want the big boy, a five ounce, one fifty mil. That's going to be two hundred and fifteen dollars. You can. I have seen this on discounter sites, but you have to do your homework because the discounter sites don't always have the best pricing, which is weird because they're discounted. But like, I'm brought up on Fragrance Net, so your zero twenty seven travel spray is thirty three dollars and ninety nine cents. With their 25% off coupon, it's $25.49. Now the 0.68 ounce Eau de Parfum spray, that was $55 retail on Victor and website. With their website. Before their coupon, before their, you apply their coupon, it's $78.99. After you apply their 25% off coupon, it's $59.24. So that is more expensive. The one ounce... Is $104.99 before the 25% off. After it's $78.74. So that one is cheaper on FragranceNet. Um, The Eau de Parfum, this is the limited edition Black Sparkle, the 1.7 ounce, is $138.99 before the coupon. After the coupon, it's uh, $104.24. Let's see what the $1.7 is here, 115. So you are getting a few bucks off. Not a significant savings, but you are getting a few bucks off. The um, limited edition white crystal, 1.7 fluid ounce, is $161.99. With the coupon, it's $121.49, so that is more expensive than the website. Again, I mean, the website, I'm just pricing out the regular old bottle, not the limited edition. And then just your regular old 1.7-ounce spray is $134.99 before coupon. With the coupon, it's $101.24, so that's a little bit cheaper. Again, not significant savings because that same size is 115 on the website, but you are getting a couple bucks off. And then the 3.4-ounce is $209.99 before the coupon after it's 157.49 compare that i mean it's 165 retail so again it's just a few bucks cheaper it's not anything significant and then the tester is 198.99 usually testers are better deals because sometimes they don't they don't come in the box like the, the they come in like a plain box and they sometimes don't have a lid cuz they're made to be on the fragrance counters tested by customers so that one is 198 dollars before the coupon, after the coupon is $149.24, and that's probably the best deal because the retail is $165. And again, this is automatically applying that 25% off coupon on FragranceNet. They might have, <clears throat> I know that you can probably find a 30% off coupon floating around somewhere. So, I mean, that's even more money off, but with just this um 25 off depending on your size you're not getting that much more savings so again like you just got to do do your homework the best deal that i have seen actually was from the victor and rolf website themselves i think it was around memorial day and they had a bogo like buy one get one i think it was buy one get one free so And it was like on their select, like their fragrances. So it was like, if you liked Flower Bomb, you could, I don't know if it was like certain sizes free, but either way, like it was a really good deal. So if you liked Flower Bomb, you could look at it as you buy a bottle and you get a backup bottle for free, or you buy a bottle and you get a bottle to gift for free. Like that's, that's the best deal I've seen. So again, do your research, um, stack coupons and gift cards that also saves you money but in this case the discounters don't always have the best fragrance i mean the best price so that's just something i have learned and with that i will say final thoughts i really like it but the caveat is i'm pretty sure my sample is aged i don't know if i like it fresh i think i would have to buy a bottle and just wait, (laughs) maybe spray it, and then just wait until it ages. I don't know, unless it's a reformulation. I need to get my nose on it again, go to Sephora and see how it smells. No, I did it recently at Disney World, uh, Disney Springs, and I did like it. This still smells slightly aged, but I did remember I liked it. Um, I walked into the Sephora. I was sweaty and gummy from walking around the heat and the sunscreen from being at the pool earlier and I just felt like I smelled so I needed some flower balm on me and I do it did smell good so maybe this it didn't maybe this is not aged and it's just hitting differently I don't know either way I like it now and at some point it's on my list along with Jador and a couple of other things bam Fragrance in the news, it was hard. I was like scav- scavenging because the, it was like a combination of the web, the not the website, well, the web, websites were trash, but it was the title of the article was more interesting than what the article was actually about, and, or it was stuff that I've already talked about ad nauseum on this channel, I mean, this show, but I found two, they're kind of light, but whatever. Sometimes, some weeks, you just don't have that much to work with. So the first one is from the New York Post, and this is the nine best new fragrances to spritz for a sexy summer. And they, there's not a lot of exposition. They just get right into the list. Uh, they don't say what their like criteria is, so this is just the list. So first up, they have for fruity citrus They name Maison Francis Corchon Aqua Celestia Cologne Forte EDP as a good one, and that's $225 for 70 ml. After that, for a warm floral, their pick is C Intense from Giorgio Armani, the Eau de Parfum, which is $136 for 100 ml. After that, we've got, for their fruity floral pick, they've got Dolce & Gabbana, Dolce Rose, Eau de Toilette, which is $105 for 75 mil at Macy's. After this, we have, um, for their best rose fragrance, is Lancome's Eau de Parfum, $123 for 75 mil at Bloomingdale's. I have a friend who like fell in love with this scent, she was the one that put me on to a uh, very irresistible, like, back we used to work together at a university, like, back in the day. And she's gone through, like, two bottles of Edole so far. So, Jess, if you're listening, maybe check out Edole Lentense. So, sounds like it's a more, maybe it's a L'Intense. My French is terrible. We know this. So, sounds like it's probably a more, like, amped up version of Edole. All right, after that, for their Woody Floral, they have Eden Rolk from the Christian Dior's Private Collection. That is $250 for 125 mil. Then we've got for Fruity Floral, another pick is Versace's new Dylan Turquoise Porfum Eau de Toilette, $105 for 100 mil at Macy's. After that, we've got for their Citrus Aromatic, they name on the beach uh, from Louis Vuitton, the Eau de Parfum. This is $390 for 200 ml at Louis Vuitton. What is it? Maybe it's just me, but I feel like the Louis Vuitton scents are gonna smell like much cheaper versions that are already on the market. And it's so expensive. Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's the bottles. The bottles were kind of cool, but the bottles do kind of remind me of Escada bottles. Um, cause they're glass and there's like a, a color gradient and I just feel like they're going to smell like Escada perfumes, but for like triple the price tag, like I'd be so mad. I mean, obviously you'd have to sample first, but I mean for $390 Louis Vuitton better, these fragrances better be bangers. Cause I, I had not, still have not sampled them. I have no interest to, maybe at some point I'll get around to it. But I just, I have a feeling they're going to smell like Escada fragrances, and Escada already does those quite well. And they're usually not as expensive, and they're definitely not as expensive as freaking Louis Vuitton. I just, I just feel like these fragrances are overpriced. Like, as opposed to, excuse me, like Maison Francis Corchon. Like, I, like those fragrances, I can see the reason for the price tag. And if I had the money, I definitely would pick up Oud Satin Mood because that is a beautiful fragrance. Those are different. Those are beautiful. You can smell the quality. I don't know about Louis Vuitton. I could be totally wrong. And if somebody has smelled any of these Louis Vuitton fragrances, let me know. I just feel like they're going to be generic and you're paying for the name. That's just my hot take. All right. For their sensual rose pick, they have Les Pointe G Eau de Parfum from Veronique Gabaye. I've never heard of this house. It's $260 for an 85 mil. Uh, It's named after the G spot, Le Point G. Uh, So I guess the rose means sexy. I don't know. Citrus Floral, their pick is Bulgari's Riva Solar Eau de Parfum, $230 for 100 mil at Bloomingdale's. These are kind of on the pricier side. Um, If you have any more that are a little bit more affordable, you can probably find some of these with like discounts, like either on the the fragrance counters, fragrance discounters, or at the very least, like find a coupon hanging out online and get a little bit less off. And then also these are all the hundred mil. Well, some of them are the 70 mil, but most of these are the hundred mil or above, which are like the biggest bottle. So you might find them to be a little more affordable at a smaller, um, at a smaller bottle, but that's New York Post's. That's their nine, um, their nine best new fragrances for summer 2021. After that, we have a new launch from Ralph Lauren. He's launching a virtual club to go along with this new, perfume called Ralph's Club. It is a new men's fragrance. I think it's the first fragrance that they've launched since 2003 and it's inspired by the roaring 20s and it's got notes of lavender, clary sage and virginia cedarwood. And so in tandem with this release, he's launching a virtual club called Ralph's Club which has Gigi Hadid, you know she's one of the faces of this fragrance. Some other people I don't know, Fai Kadra, Lucky Blue Smith, and Luca Sabat. Um, I don't know who any of those people are, if they're models or whatever. I only know who Gigi Hadid is. But apparently they're a- A-listers according to this uh, article, which is on crfashionbook.com. So I guess it's it'll be virtual. It's supposed to dupe kind of a, a Manhattan nightclub experience. And when you first log in or you're admitted to the virtual club, you got original music by somebody called Prince Charles. I know I, I, I just feel old just reading all these names. I have no idea who these people are. You got original music and then you can get a closer look at the perfume and the new campaign. I don't know what else they have um, going on, but yeah, um, different I don't know it sounds like it's a i mean obviously it's a gimmick i don't know what like if this were an actual launch party if you would get a swag bag so i don't know if you're gonna get one mailed to you they don't mention anything about a swag bag it sounds like it's just a virtual nightclub and you'll probably be done in five minutes but i could be wrong it is priced um within ralph lauren's range so you've got sixty dollars for a 30 mil and $140 for the 50, the 150 mil. And like all Ralph Lauren perfumes, they're great, but you can most definitely find them like at TJ Maxx, Marshalls. This one might have a while, but, you know, you'll be able to find them. Or like places like Ulta, you can have stack coupons, apply points, whatever. Um, After a while, you'll be able to find, find this probably discounted. So if you wanted to wait to purchase... Um, you don't want to purchase retail, I feel like in a few months, you b- probably be able to find it cheaper. It launches June 23rd, which, oh, it's already launched because today's the 27th. Hi, I don't know dates. So it's, I guess it, Ralph's Club was on June 23rd. I'm assuming that's also when the fragrance launched. And I don't know if it's still, let's go to ralphlaurin.com. Can we still get into Ralph's Club? see <clears throat> the designer sale all right it's taking a while to load um i don't think so Nope. I guess it was like a one-time thing. So, yep. Like a one-time thing. Um, so it's, I, and I, unless you just want to dig through the website, but I don't see it there. So I guess it was a one-time thing on June 23rd, but the, I'm assuming the fragrance is out. That was the official launch party. And there you go. If you want to, Know what the Roaring Twenties sound smells like to Ralph Lauren? Go to your local retailer and smell it. And this is marketed towards men, but I'm ex- I would I'm definitely curious to see how it smells. This smells a little bit warmer than um, what I'm used to. Like I to me, when I think of the Roaring Twenties. I think of Juniper Sling from Penhaligans because that was also like their inspiration too, like Great Gatsby type shit. And theirs is crisper, zingier, you have the gin, you've got cardamom, like it's just light and fresh. And that's what I think of with the Roaring Twenties. So this sounds like it's like a darker take, like with all the, you can rock, you know, you could rock this in a speakeasy, like all dark and smoky and illicit. That's what maybe I'm feeling is the inspiration for this. But it's out. And as always, I will have links to these in the show notes. And also it will be on my new blog. Um, If you have not, if you missed my Instagram announcement, I feel I hate myself for saying that my Instagram post, I mentioned that I have now have a WordPress blog. It is, it's still new. i just launched it yesterday. Let's see. Pinot perfume.wordpress.com. So if you go there, um, all of my episode descriptions as well as links will be <clears throat> featured on there. And then I'm also going to have more like more in-depth reviews, um, expound a little bit upon my reviews on the perfumes I feature on the show. So by the time you listen to this, uh, my review on Flower Bomb will also be up there. So If you want to read any of these articles for yourself, you can check out the show notes on anchor.com or better way is probably on the WordPress site. All right, guys, that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. Whether you're a new listener or an OG listener, I appreciate both. If you're new, I hope you come back. Um, I have a lot of fun on this show. And uh, yeah, um, as I mentioned in the last segment, we, we, I, Pinot and Perfume, the show is now on WordPress. It's pinoperfume.wordpress.com. There is no and between Pinot and Perfume. It's just pinotperfume.wordpress.com. There are, the episode descriptions from Anchor are automatically published there along with the clickable links that I include and everything. So show notes are on um, on there automatically. And I will also be doing more, I guess, more in-depth reviews or reviews to supplement the perfume reviews that I do on this channel. So uh, Flower Bomb, when you hear this, the Flower Bomb review will be up there as well. So if you would rather... <clears throat> read a review. You have that option in addition to listening to me ramble. Um, If you want to connect with me, the best way to do that is on the blog. As I mentioned, you can leave comments, whatever. You can also do so on Instagram at Pinot and Perfume. You can also email the show Pinot and Perfume Podcast at gmail.com. And if you use the Peloton app and you just want to work out, buddy, I'm at Pinot and Perfume there as well. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, yeah. If you want to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate it. Leaving a, yeah, rate and subscribe. Leave a review if the spirit moves you. That just helps this little show to grow and be visible to more people. I would be forever indebted. And thank you if you've already done so. I think last time I checked, I'm at 13 reviews. And I appreciate every single one. And last but not least, if you love Emily in Paris or love to hate Emily in Paris, I have a second podcast that I co-host with uh, my friend Jenna. It's called Savoie Shade and Emily in Paris Recap. We recap all the episodes of season one. We're on hiatus right now because they are still filming for season two, but season one's up as well as a bonus Christmas episode where we uh, talk through a... (laughs) like a Hallmark holiday movie. Um, So that's a lot of fun. We go on some real tangents. And yeah, join us over there if you dare. Uh, Listen to that. Listen to that rhyme game. Other than that, I'll leave you guys to it. Oh, next week there will be no episode because it's July 4th holiday. And I don't want to do an episode next week. I want to be lazy. I don't know if we have plans with friends. It's kind of been disorganized on that end. But no episode next week. Other than that, I'll leave you to enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope that whatever you're doing, you are having fun, you are being safe, but most importantly, you are smelling good. Bye. Pinot and Perfume is hosted and produced by yours truly, Sarah Chicone. Theme music is Around the Bend by Evan Schaefer.